Hello? Lauren, do you want to come over to my house tonight? Did you hear about Tiger Woods cheating on his wife? I love Type to Learn. What was your Type to Learn score? At 69, I meant to say 96. <laughs> and I have not seen one frosted tip. Boys, I need to see those tips frosted immediately. Look at me. Look at look at me. Frosted tips by this time tomorrow or you're out. I'm just standing in my apartment in New York City looking outside of the Twin Towers, which are fine. Which are fine. <laughs> I'm just looking at the Twin Towers because they're still there. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to what in the y2k so glad to have you here cassie and i are catching up on our trials and tribulations because she's phoneless yes i'm phoneless called on the laptop and i had to i was meeting a friend for lunch and we were meeting at a restaurant that was like 30 minutes away from me and i had no idea how to get there (gasps) and so oh i wouldn't have been able to go i google maps it wrote down the directions on my no and i went without a phone and i've never been to this area ever in my life it was 30 minutes away and i made it i made it there and i made it back no i would have been laying dead in the street (laughs) for no reason i would have just walked out there to die (laughs) rather than (laughs) rather than attempt to do that yeah that's crazy right that is a throwback to what to the 2000s Mm -hmm. right there that's some MapQuest shit. Definitely. Do you remember how whenever you printed off MapQuest directions, like, to dr- have your mom drive you to your friend's house, was your mom also always, like, a little bit hostile to you about it all the time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe a little <laughs> bit. Why? They're like, okay, print off the directions so I can take you there. And you're like, okay, I've got them. And they're like, what does it say? And I'm, like, trying to read it. And she's like, what? <laughs> not that. Just, like, getting frustrated at you. Like, yes. I don't know. I'm like, I, just... I don't know. I'm not a cartographer. I'm 11. <laughs> I'm 11. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Actually, like, also, you don't know how to use the printer. Yeah. I had to do that for you. You should be thanking me. I don't think I ever actually printed off directions for my mom because she was very savvy with where we lived. Like every little oh. street in town, she knew. Like I would say, oh, they're on this random tiny little street. And she's like, of course they are. Of course. (laughs) I know exactly where that is. (laughs) Damn, we need your mom leading the charge of our group because I I lean on Cassie when we're anywhere. Mm -hmm. I... I just go on autopilot. I never pay attention to any of my surroundings. I'm lost all the time. And so I just like, I'm hoping that Cassie knows where we parked the car, <laughs> where we're going, what direction we're facing, where we came from, everything, because I don't know. Yeah. I, my brain is off. We were even, so, when we took a trip to France after we graduated, uh, we went to France mm-hmm. and Ireland. You had been to France. You had been to the region of France that we <laughs> visited and you were yep, still asking I'd... me questions about where we're going. <laughs> Yeah, I was the one who had lived there. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, do you know where Première Rue Edmond Rostand is? And you're like, what? Why would I know that? <laughs> ah, merde. Ah, merde. Let's turn the, the tables to me for just a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new tattoo today. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or not a new, t- not a new one, but I finished Continued it Continued it, yeah. Yeah, which... I love it. It's an amazing tattoo. It's on my stomach. Oh. And the first session, we did like the little blackout sections mm-hmm. of sleeves and like hood hole and these yes. little Grim Reaper figures. Because my tattoo artist is like, then next time I can go over them and make them like extra black. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sick. Mm-hmm. She started with that and it was excruciating, dude. Yeah. Because it's like, it's healed, but it's only like three weeks healed. Yeah right it's like, not it's still healed. a little bit raw yeah 
I was like, I felt like in, you know, in the Princess Bride when they have like <laughs> Wheel of Torture or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and they turn it all the way up and it kills Wesley. <laughs> That's how I felt. That oh, was no. me in the first 10 minutes of my tattoo. But Torture. then once she finished that piece, the rest was fine. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm excited to see it. Yes. Um, I <laughs> Cassie literally told me on Instagram, hey, my phone isn't turning on. Sorry. What time do you want to record? Pretty much immediately after she sent that to me and I responded like, let's do this time. I then texted her a photo of my tattoo. Completed. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, she will not receive this. So, <laughs> Cassie is still not seen. I'm in the dark. My tattoo. Yeah. But I can DM it to you and then you can look at there it. There we go. <laughs> which would be a step in the right direction for sure. I'm just silent. You're like, wow, maybe she hates it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm like, did you not see it? You're like, oh, no, I saw it. Oh, no, I saw it. I just your phone's still not working uh no (laughs) it's it's working it's working other thing is that i am cripplingly addicted to Baldur's gate 3 oh yeah i'm like 70 hours into that game nice and i'm so into it and i hate i hate to hand it to a bitch but larian studios did in fact get my ass with a star in (laughs) I, and I, me and Lauren were both so avidly against, not against Asterion, but I was just like, he has to be overhyped. Like he's, yeah, you know, but then yeah. you've found out that he's absolutely not overhyped. He's not overhyped. He's my baby girl, unfortunately. Because <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm a cynic, but I was like, I would see the thirst edits and everyone freaking out. And I was like, cool, he's cute, mm-hmm. probably overhyped. And then I started the game and I was like, so uninterested in this character Mm -hmm. and his voice is kind of annoying yeah because that's kind of his thing he's a little bit annoying he's funny what's you know that tiktok audio was like he's funny as hell though (laughs) but then he's he's actually a little bit tortured yeah so that's the backstory got you that's gonna get me for sure Mm -hmm. but i am so into that game and now it's making me wish that i had like played dungeons and dragons in my life yeah but if we're being honest i never had like enough friends oh no who were pro dungeons and dragons I barely, to play dungeons and dragons i didn't even have friends that played video games like i know exactly so nobody like, was going to be into nerd culture with me no and it's i feel like it's harder growing up as a girl yes. to like find a group where you can like play dungeons and dragons oh, it definitely if you is. go to like hang out with the boys they're going to be weird to you mm-hmm. especially nine times out of ten as like teenagers or young adults oh totally yeah no yeah absolutely so yeah. it's just it's hard okay i know does anyone have a Oh, a girlies Dungeons and Dragons yeah, group that I can let join. Let us join. Yeah, Girls maybe after only. my Baldur's Gate addiction is worn off a little bit because I currently <laughs> literally can't do anything else. <laughs> I understand. It's, it's bad. That's... And I had, I should have known that this was going to ensnare me because I was a Draco Malfoy girl. Oh, yeah. I was in the... I was armpit deep into Draco Malfoy fan fiction in my darkened room mm-hmm. at age 14. Mm-hmm. All right? I was in the archives. Yeah, I know. So I should have known that this little white-haired bitch was going to get me. Mm -hmm. If somebody's got white hair, if a fictional man has white hair and a little bit of trauma, it's over for me, unfortunately. (laughs) Blonde men in real life, I actually need to to have a restraining order over every single one of them. Um, Stay away from me. A fictional white-haired man, though? Slaps every time, yeah. It hits every time. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. No. We do have a topic today. We do. Sorry, we do. Ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, it's it's just the... It's just fun to hear about, like, the current obsessions, you know? It is Right? Fun. Like, we, gotta, we gotta clock it. We gotta we lock really it. We really do. Like, I, <laughs> I feel that because the 70 hours of gameplay... That was me when I first played Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes. I played it so much. Like, yes. so much. In multiple yes. gameplays. And at some point, mm-hmm. there was, like, nothing else for me to do. So I was literally just going around into the different, like lakes and oceans and just fishing <laughs> and trying to find each different fish i was like i can't stop playing <laughs> but those games there's Please. they're so huge rockstar does an insane amount of detail on their games yeah. because you can just go yeah. up into the middle of a mountain range where you think mm-hmm. nothing's gonna be there and then you just find like a, a giant's corpse just laying there yeah. and you're like <gasps> it's yeah. there's so they, many things they've gotten crazy guys yeah. the escapist in me where I long to escape reality mm-hmm. into some fantasy world. The video games of the modern era are going to murder me. Oh, because they're... you can be in there for days so... and never run out of content. <laughs> exactly. I'm currently playing... And now you're currently playing... I'm... Oh, is it Ghost of Ghost Tsushima? Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's stunning. It's beautiful. It's like just everything. It's like dark and it's yes. very good. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love video games. They're hard to play in adult life because it's no either time. you feel too pressed to play them ever. Yeah. Or you start shirking your real life responsibilities yes. in order to play <laughs> yes. them. And there's no healthy in between no. between the two of those. No. It's like you either play 20 minutes in a day because you have so much shit and that's all you can muster. Or mm-hmm. you play or- like 10 hours until 5 a.m. When your eyeballs are falling out of your skull because you've no. been staring at a screen. My sleep schedule has been compromised. Oh, by for Baldur's sure. Yeah. Three. Okay, we do have a topic. Yes. Let's We're going to get there one day, eventually. <laughs> but our topic today, because we've been having so much fun with the class-themed topics, and we were really wanting to jump into another one, but I'm like, no... We need to slow down a little bit because we're going to burn through every class subject that there was. So I wanted to do another movie-themed episode, kind of like our Aquamarine one. But this time, we're going to talk about one of the most foundational aspects of my being, which is the Princess Diaries Mm -hmm. and the Princess Diaries 2. Yes. it's We're going to talk about those. Obsessive. I I would go through little stages of when I was young. I think I mentioned it with Aquamarine, where I would just obsessively watch something multiple Mm -hmm. times a day yep for like weeks until i just moved on that princess Mm -hmm. diaries was another one yeah it's so good i've seen it so many times Mm -hmm. and especially into my adulthood it just became like the ultimate comfort movie oh i love watching it. like if i am in the depths of despair princess diaries is gonna save me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right no no therapist has ever done for me what Princess Diaries no. has. It gave little girls in the Y2K, like, the biggest dream of being founded uh-huh. by their, like, long-lost royal grandmother like, to go off. Jul- a la Julie Andrews' yes. grandmother. Exactly. Hello? British, for some reason, even though they live in and Genovia. Literally, all of us were fantasizing about having British grandmothers. Yeah. <laughs> Every Y2K girl longed to have a British grandmother. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you actually had a British grandmother, let me know how it goes, how that went. <laughs> how You're was like, that Yes, for you? because I'm also fucking British. <laughs> so my, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. That's so crazy. They, to a young American girl, if you were British, you were like basically a princess. Oh, yeah. Slash wizard. Yes. That's how young Americans understand British people. You're either royal or you're f- magic. 
Yeah, and then we grow up, and then we're like, then we're annoyed by you. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I hate to break that to you. Love you dearly, but it's true. Anyways, while I was eating my dinner, which was a large portion of fried chicken, I turned on <laughs> Princess Diaries in the background to prepare mm-hmm. for us to chat about this episode. And I didn't make it very far in. I've seen the movie a million times, so I know it, but I took some notes. Okay. Um, the, like kind of the first 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. First of all, that song that opens mm-hmm. Princess Diaries, the I'm Supergirl and I'm here to, to save, save the world. world. So why to banger and banger. such a banger. Such a banger. And I cannot find that song like on Spotify or anything. It like, like you can find it on YouTube. YouTube yeah, but not Spotify. But I cannot find like the actual song because I need that playing in the background all the time. <laughs> I love that If that, that song. song played when I opened my eyes in the morning. Oh my God. Or I when would, you're getting be, ready for the day. Yeah, I would oh. be cured of mental illness. Oh, yeah. I would be on my, I would be like one of those morning routine bros on mm-hmm. TikTok. I'd mm-hmm. be like 78 push-ups to that song. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, it would be crazy. Uh-huh. And so that, I don't know. That needs to be on Spotify. I don't even know who that's by. Supergirl. I don't know. I would Google it, but I don't have my phone. <laughs> Cassie does not have a phone. Been yeah. nerfed. Okay. It's called Supergirl by Crystal Harris. Okay. It's only on Pandora for some reason. What? Put Supergirl on Spotify 2024. Yeah. That's our goal. Pandora? Who uses Pandora (laughs) My mom uses Pandora, and I roast her for that so much. It's the most (laughs) unuser-friendly, ridiculous thing ever. Mm -hmm. Where are my Pandora listeners? (laughs) (laughs) My mom listening to us on Pandora the real Pandora listeners, please stand up. Anyways, one thing I just love about this movie, and so many 2000s Mm rom-coms... In a general sense, taking one of the most beautiful women objectively on earth and Mm -hmm. trying to convince us that she's like an ugly loser. Yeah. That was so many early 2000s, but also specifically Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Not an easy thing to to accomplish. Ha ha. Look at the ugly loser. (laughs) Because she has curly, frizzy hair and glasses. But they even did that in like The Devil Wears Prada. Mm -hmm. Like they're like, oh, look what a loser. You're like... That's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I there was such a trope in the Y2K of like the popular slash mean girls were the blonde blue eyed girls, and then yeah, the brunettes was, were ugly. And Hathaway was just ugly. Yes, she was because she was brunette. Imagine all the other like what? women of color and stuff that just had none of those features. It's like yeah, yeah, okay. But like those are the only two representations for girls in the Y2K was blonde and brunette. Yeah. And that basically pretty or uggo. Yeah. Uggo or popular. Uggo. Yeah. Are you uggo or popular? (laughs) Blonde or brunette? So true. But yeah, that already off the bat is ridiculous. Okay. So one thing that I, in the movie, saw that I remember from my childhood was so impactful to me was when she's gazing at her crush and he's making out with that girl mm-hmm. first of all i noticed re-watching it that the way it's shot it almost looks like she's admiring the girl mm-hmm. like kind of yeah it's showing them and it, and it the man the guy that she likes it's his back is to the camera yes and like all the focus is on the beautiful is on her popular yeah. girl who's making out with him and so it's very like kind of sapphically charged there for a second but then they clarify what was happening by her imagining that he comes over and kisses her instead but while the two are making out popular girl and the popular boy that she likes he bites and pops her bubblegum ball 
Do you remember that? I do remember that now that you because say that. Because when I was a kid, I was like, whoa, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> That's a power hold, move. Hold on. Wait a second. Not you biting Which, by the my way, bubble gum bubble. Bring back blowing bubbles with pink bubble gum, yes. by the way. That shit is so cunt. And it's so I, girly pop. Right? Yes. I actually, I put that on my things we need to bring back in 2024 notes app list mm-hmm. before I even rewatched this, but it just really, um, chewing, blowing bubbles, I mean, yes. in your bubble gum. Yes. But when I saw that, I think I remembered maybe where that came from in my subconscious. Mm-hmm. I feel like just blowing pink bubble gum was very Y2K coded. Yes, it was. I don't like know all why. The Specifically, were like a little bubble. pink bubble gum. Like you can blow it's bubbles a- with any gum, but yeah, I used to blow bubbles because I thought it was oh, cut. Yeah. yeah, it is, and it's is- fun. It's like a, it's like an oral fixation kind of thing. Just blowing yeah, bubbles very all the time. oral fixation, mm-hmm. and it. I feel like it makes your tongue a little bit buff, especially when you get like <laughs> and a your re- jaw. You know, yeah, you know when your bu- when your gum is like too thick. <laughs> You've been chewing it for like three you- hours, and it's becoming cement. <laughs> But you're still working on it. <laughs> Blowing a bubble with that shit? Yeah, good luck. That is... Your tongue could punch through drywall at that <laughs> point. Your jaw could snap through a, a cinder block. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so true. The next part, so she gets nervous to give a speech in her debate class and she runs off to vomit. Yes. And of course, all the popular kids are like tee-hee, hawing yeah. at her as she runs off. But then it cuts to a scene with her and her mom at the climbing gym. And her mom's like, don't worry, I'll talk to the teacher. Which is insinuating that the teacher is going to like fail her for her for... leaving to throw up. Yeah. Which seems which would be a horrible. little unfair. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, fucking loser. F, <laughs> F. by the way. And um, there was no yeah. mention of her like redoing the speech, right? It was just like... No. Okay. She just kind of ran off and they were like, they were like, cover the tuba. Yes. Or something. <laughs> I also, I love the mean girl voice in movies. Oh my God. I, I don't love know if that, the mean girl voice. I feel like it was very, very early 2000s, but I like thought everyone was going to be talking like this. Yes. All the time. And I talk like that all the time now just because it's so fun and I, it's like <laughs> nostalgic and I think we should bring it, bring it back. We all actually need to turn into early 2000s mean girls. Yes. I think is what we need to do. I agree. So one big plot point is that her mom never told her that her father was, like, the prince of Genovia. Yeah. Didn't, never, like, thought to bring that up to your daughter, you know? No. They make that a little bit of a plot point of strife in the movie, but I don't think we really thoroughly work through that fully in the film. (laughs) Of, like, hey, why, yeah, so why did you do that? Yeah. That's weird behavior. (laughs) At some point, her grandma is, like, taking her somewhere for, like, her princess lessons, and they take separate limos, which mm-hmm. I just thought was bizarre. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, let's so go. So bougie. A little Get in too a different bougie. car. She's like, I can't stand to be around you, you ugly <laughs> Bitch, child. You s- uh, go with your frizzy ass <laughs> hair. That's another thing is off the bat, the grandma's like, this bitch is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She's when like, she, like, clocks her for her nail polish... She's That's like, what I was what about are those? No, there's a whole sequence where the grandma just stands her in front of like her assistant yeah. with a notepad. Yeah. And she's like, as a teenager. I... Yeah, she roasts her to fucking filth. She's like, bushy eyebrows, nasty fingernail polish, never want to see those shoes again. Don't schlump when you walk. <laughs> like, yes. All this shit. Yes. Which we already addressed in a previous episode that having the way you walk criticized is one of the most <laughs> gut-wrenching yeah. insults you can 
forbear mm-hmm. in this astral plane. Lowest so form that's rough. of yeah, insult. There's a lot of nagging from dear Grandma Julie Andrews in this movie. But it's fine because she deserves it because she's uggo, yeah. but it's okay. Because yeah. then comes the makeover scene. The most, one of the most iconic in cinematic history, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, where they're going to make her less ugly, as goes with many of the makeover scenes of the early 2000s, because we're going to straighten your hair. Yep. And more importantly, we're going to get rid of your fucking ugly ass glasses. Nasty ass glasses. Because hot bitches don't wear glasses. Hot bitches wear okay? contacts. Yes. Period. Uh, th- period. <laughs> period. Get your glasses off. Ugly. <laughs> so crazy so yeah that was damaging i was thinking last night i was like did that whole trope of like curly hair is ugly affect me i'm sure it did because i hated my curly my wavy hair Mm -hmm. when i was a teenager and even kind of into my adulthood for a little bit but i it was more so because i was like an emo scene kid and you needed to have the the it wasn't your aesthetic yeah yeah, so it was fell in the aesthetic thing too, but I feel like so many girls were damaged by the oh, curly definitely. hair is ugly, frizzy hair is ugly, glasses yeah. are ugly, which like, I don't know. I've always been a bitch who just val- values volume in your hair mm-hmm. over like everything. And like straight hair does not give you that. No. So I don't know. Flop. Flop. Flop, Flop. on that trend. They also rot. Oh my God, wait, the most banger line in this movie that has been pulled out on social media many a time is when they're walking and talking her and Lily, her best friend, Mm -hmm. Mia and Lily. And Lily makes a comment and Mia goes, at least your dad's still alive. (laughs) Which Lily responds, Hey, I thought you'd gotten over that. It's been what? Two months. Dude, It's been like (laughs) what? Two months. Why aren't you over it? Why aren't you over your father's death yet? Girl, who wrote that line? That is unhinged. If my best friend ever said something like that to me, I'd be like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Let me just get Can over we... that." Lily is a shit friend to her in this. She movie. actually Can we is. Talk about that. Yeah, she's, she's like not a, a good bitter. Friend. She's bitter. She's like, super bitter. Mia... She's jealous. Yes, yeah. bitter and jealous. Like mm-hmm. that's the one of the big plot points is how like becoming a princess is affecting Mia's relationships. Yes. And it's causing her to fall out with Lily for basically no other reason than just like Lily's being bitter about it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like like there's a it's not like Mia is treating her any different or anything. She's still treating her like her best friend, even putting her up on a yeah. pedestal, I would say. Yeah. And like she- the only argument that's made is like she goes to the popular kid party, which I think she blew off Mia's like show for that. Yeah, her talk show. But that's the only thing she does. Yeah. That's mean yes arguably and i think what made it worse is that she didn't tell her that she wasn't going Mm -hmm. right yeah classic miscommunication trope and then yeah there's like a beach humiliation scene oh first Mm -hmm. of all she shows up at school hot and she has to hide her hair up in a hat to hide that she's become hot because now the kids are going to make fun of her for being hot yes which is actually you can never win because yeah as like a, a teenage girl especially like Mm-hmm. As, especially when you're one of those kids that wants zero attention on you and all of a yeah. sudden you look completely different like you've gotten a makeover yep. the last thing mm-hmm. you want is people to look at you and so now she yeah. has all this attention and even the popular girls are like oh my god mia you look hot she's like no yeah except they're saying it like a mean way yes like she can't win yeah let me tell you when i was in elementary school 
I used to have like blunt bangs when I was a little kid mm-hmm. that my mom would cut like right at my eyebrow level. She would trim them like every week. Mm-hmm. I decided to grow them out. Mm-hmm. So I started with glittery barrettes, yes. pinning them to the two sides so that they would grow out. Uh-huh. And the first days that I showed up with my bangs pinned back, I thought that this was going to be like my Princess Diaries reveal <laughs> moment. Like I thought, <laughs> I thought everyone in class was going to be like, Lauren. Damn. Lauren. Whoa! You look. I barely recognized you, and I remember like my ultimate gut wrenching, gut wrenching despair that I showed up to school and nobody said a goddamn word to me yeah. about it. I had a little bit of maybe I still have main character syndrome. <laughs> I have I have a case of main character main syndrome. Character in my syndrome. Life. Maybe a little. That's okay. <laughs> but yeah, ultimately she she finds a balance, you know, of being a princess and maintaining her relationships and she repairs the relationship with Lily and she has a little thing kind of with Lily's brother who's yes. in a band and he plays keyboard and he has M&Ms on the keyboard while he plays it. Yeah, which I never like that scene always kind of confused me. And they make it a it's like a reoccurring theme with him is the M&Ms. Yeah. Because it's cuz he's different. He's different. He's, he's quirky so and weird. so weird. Yeah, he's so different than other boys. Yeah. He plays he, the keyboard. He, he it's like creep from Radiohead. Yeah. yeah. I'm a creep. He's like Jughead. Yes. I'm, I'm oh my god. I'm a weirdo. Have you ever seen me without this hat? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cuz I'm weird. Anyways, I love the first movie. It's so nostalgic, but arguably, I think the second movie I might think, be better yeah. slash my favorite. Yes, the second one is so iconic because that's where the dream it's really so came in. Like when and you it's got see, Chris Pine in oh it. Oh my god! When you see that palace, and she gets to live there, and then you see Chris, and Pine. then you see Chris Pine, and he's stunning <laughs> and gorgeous. His little like baby doe eyes looking at me through yes. the TV screen. Yes. Okay. Him and Anne Hathaway tomorrow together literally unstoppable oh my gosh don't talk so to much. me before we move on completely to the second movie um mm-hmm. did you ever because i don't have we talked about the like foot popping trope like oh, when you know okay because but is that in the first one or that the second one it was in the first one because she was thinking about it when she was going to the beach party she's like i'm gonna have my first kiss oh with the guy. right 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 foot i is totally forgot i thought that was only in the second no it's in the first one and then like later on her foot pops when she kisses lily's brother Oh, right. Yes. If right. for some reason I thought that was like a thing, I was like, oh my God, your foot pops yeah. when you kiss someone. They, I was like, did they make that up? Did they pull up? that out of their ass? Yeah, That's right? what I'm like, saying. Because I don't How? think it's in any other media. No, but they convinced like an entire generation of eight-year-old girls <laughs> that your that foot was is a supposed phenomenon. to pop when you kiss someone. And if you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, it's like her <laughs> one of her feet just kind of lifts off the ground behind her in a little girly pop kind of like, like a little kick. flamingo yeah kick yeah. pose that you do which yeah what the fuck it's now that so i'm thinking weird. about that they made they made that up yeah they did is that in any other i'm trying to think where they even got that is that like in movies or something if if a guy comes up and kisses a girl really hard like she kind of loses know. balance picks up a foot or if she leans on him a lot she'll pick up a foot i don't to, like, know maintain balance. maybe that maybe also because if like if the guy's taller, she, like, reaches mm-hmm. up on her tiptoe and the other one pops right. up. I don't know. Okay. Well, everyone start popping your foot when you kiss and let me know if you feel something shift. <laughs> Does it shift feel better? Is it in more the... magical? <laughs> in the atmosphere. <laughs> in the atmosphere. It's just, like, a really interesting detail that they really wanted to to drive 
They did really want to drive that home. Yeah. And why we got so much strange messaging about relationships with boys and kissing and everything like how everything was gonna work oh my god so young yeah like obviously romance in any movie is so um theatrical and it's like yeah it's dramatic you know it's played out but i feel like in in girly and teen movies specifically Mm -hmm. yeah yeah little like heterosexual relationships were very i mean it's your whole purpose in life although i was gonna say in the first movie Mm mm-hmm I do appreciate that, like, romance is not the central theme. Yes. Of that movie for, like, a kid's movie. Very true. And for it being wholesome, it's about her relationship with her friends, and it's, Mm -hmm. like, a coming of age and, like, a growth and change story about her. Yes. Like, there is the little romance with the brother, but it's it's a side plot line, you know? If anything, it's it's just kind of a note of, like, what a teenage girl would feel if she has a crush on somebody at school, basically. Yeah. 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 And then the second one is more explicitly a romance. Yes. But in their defense, it's with Chris It's a Pine, really good so. one, though. <laughs> and there's a little bit of betrayal. Yes. It goes from, it's oh. almost enemies to lovers. It's almost yes. enemies to lovers. <laughs> that's why it's Guys. Good. Yeah. That's why it hits. That's why it's good. Enemies to lovers between Anne Hathaway and Chris Pine mm-hmm. has never been matched. I don't exactly. think. No. It's so good. Actually, I also love the romance in um, Ella Enchanted with Anne Hathaway. Oh my god, yeah, it's so cute. I love who's the Enchanted. Who's the prince in that one? Hugh Dancy? Who's that? I can't think of him off the top of my head. Um, I can show you a pixelated photo of him. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think what else. I don't even know what else he's in. Oh, oh, oh my god, he was in Hannibal. Yes. Yes, okay. Right? Just young Hugh Dancy. He was in Hannibal, the TV show. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I love Hugh Dancy. Cute. I didn't realize yeah. he was in that. That's fun. Yeah, it is fun. That's such a fun movie. Anyways, we got to go back to Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries. Do you know what the best scenes in Princess Diaries? The mattress is? surfing. Yes, the sleepover sequence. It's so good. <laughs> the screaming. <laughs> I okay. That gave. I wanted to do it so bad, and I was I like, know. when I grow up and I have my own palace, I'm gonna have a specific <laughs> slide so palace. I can do mattress surfing. Yeah. <laughs> Between movies like this and like the Barbie movies, like I thought that living in a mansion, a was castle, common. was was plausible in my yes. in my upcoming future. Yes, me too. I was like, this is gonna happen to me. Even if I have to work yeah. really hard for it, I'm gonna get a mansion. Yeah. I thought I would live in a palace. Mm-hmm. I loved the mattress surfing and just the whole sleepover scene was so happy and wholesome. It was like having all the friends over. Uh, Raven and they're all Simone just girls. Is there. It's just like a little girl pajama party. I it's so cute and pure. I want to have a slumber party with Raven Simone, yeah. Julie Andrews, and Han- Anne and Hathaway. It, yes, me too. It would have been so amazing. And they like sing a little song. Yes. It's so wholesome. It's so I good. I love that scene. It's such, it's That's just the like best a, part of the whole movie. Right. And I love it because it's like, you would think as, because it's all, it's like a little slumber party of princes, princesses, right? Yeah, and yep. so it's like in that kind of thing in real life, it would be like the princesses would be pinned against each other, you know, to be like, yeah, pitted against each yeah. other. Yeah, but in that, it's like maybe, they're bonding and they're pinned. Pin. Oh, what did I say? <laughs> did I say pinned? <laughs> Imagine they're like Princess Diaries out. turned turned sapphic. You're like if we're being realistic if we're being in real, real life, it would be. 
insanely gay. Honestly, though, with that many girls at a slumber party, there would be making out. Yeah, it's and it's like all girls Catholic school at that exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. Things are getting out of hand. <laughs> but yeah, so true. There was no like bitterness or competition yeah. or mean girlness. It was exactly. like wholesome girl time. It was so, and it pure. Was so lovely. Yeah. And talking about like this is why we're all so brain rotted with like loving enemies to lovers and shit mm-hmm. was like these kind of things we watched when we're young. Do you remember when she's like, I loathe you? And yes. he's like, I loathe, I loathe you, you too. Yeah. Is that is that when they fall in the fountain together? I think it is. That yeah. scene was also great. Yes, that's a good scene too. Yeah, it's a great slow burn mm-hmm. enemies to lovers romance. Just very quite cute, frankly. Too. It is. I would read the it's novel. So yeah. Yeah. I would read Princess Diaries to a royal the royal engagement. Royal mm-hmm. engagement question mark. I don't mm-hmm. know what the filler word is on that. Oh my god, do you remember the scene where she um what is it? It's during the like parade or whatever. And she she notices the, the little orphan, orphan girl who's getting her hair pulled by the boy and then so she and gives she, all of them little tiaras and yeah. they get to walk in the parade oh what yes. a saint she is a saint and i love how reductionist of like <laughs> politics and everything and ridiculous was in this movie because yes. i'm a kid and i'm like that's what it's like to be the president of the united states <laughs> yeah, right? you prance around you see an orphan Yep. You parade them through the streets. <laughs> yeah, everybody claps. <laughs> you wave. Uh-huh. And then you go mattress surfing. Uh-huh. And that's diplomacy, That's, pre- maybe. that's presidency. Yep. And that's in democracy. Royal Engagement, she had, like, gone to college to study, like, international relations or something, mm-hmm. which is probably what's planted the seeds in my soul for me to go <laughs> study that. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to end up the princess of Genovia. Yeah. But then I Obviously that didn't end- happen. Yeah, I just ended up with a lot of anti-American sentiment and rage. (laughs) And rage, yeah. Where does that leave me? I don't know. Not in Genovia, for sure. Not in a palace. (laughs) I also, they made up Genovia as a country, but then, like, all the other countries are, like, real-life countries. Yeah, Yeah. It's so bizarre. It is. Because, like, what do they speak? They speak English in Genovia? Yeah. But then, like, Uh, sometimes there's a little bit of a French accent going on? Yes. So it might be somewhere around France. In Europe. Yeah, it's kind of Switzerland-esque a yeah. little bit. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. But then they meet with like Spain and Portugal is yes. what the grandma says in the first movie at some point. Mm-hmm. So also love the Genovian national anthem. Oh my it's all just... rise for the <laughs> national anthem. Genovia. Genovia. <laughs> my hand is over my heart right now. Yeah, yeah. I was singing I, that so loud the other day in my apartment, and nobody sang along <laughs> with me, and I was really sad about it. You looking at the cats in disappointment? <laughs> Guys. All rise and salute. <laughs> they don't do either of those things. You're like, God damn it, no oh, patriots in this who house. Who these cats? Oh my God. The anti-Genovian <laughs> sentiment in this house was crazy. It's upsetting. But yeah, such good movies though. I'm actually so, so happy that they didn't. They just ended it too. Like they kind of yeah. kept going with it. And knock on wood that they don't, because they totally could pick it up with some like maybe Anne Hathaway again as like. But th- I feel like unfortunately, if they did a reboot with Anne Hathaway, I would watch it. I would, I would watch be watching. it, and it wouldn't. It wouldn't be good. But I'd be lying to myself saying it was good. But, you know what reboot actually gave me a lot of joy recently was the reboot of um, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Oh, that one was good. Was yeah. really, that it was, one was cute really cute and cute. fun. That's and like nostalgic. That was the only reboot that 
has yeah of like a disney channel princess diaries wasn't a disney channel movie but it had the kind of the right the flavor of it did yeah and did they ever like play it on disney channel i feel Uh, like sometimes i'm sure they did but it was just like higher production value and better writing and actors and stuff i want to talk about ella enchanted now it's like reignited my interest but i we can't (laughs) we can't we can just go down the roster of everything anne hathaway's ever done yeah we'll do that another time because she was a she was a very big actress in in y2k yeah because i I still love her did you ever see um bride wars or whatever she was in it with uh kate hudson they're Mm -hmm. both brides it's like a rom-com it's cute yeah i think i've I know what you're talking about, but yeah. no, I have not seen it. Um, that one's really good, too. I think that was probably before 2010. I don't remember. But yeah. another good one. Another banger. Another oh, banger. I also... Do you remember back to Princess Diaries 2 yes. before we wrap up? Yes. When they're going through, like, the slideshow of all of her eligible bachelor yes. princes. Mm-hmm. And Prince Harry... Prince no, Harry sorry, Prince William. Yes. Prince William's yes. in there. Yes. Before he lost all of his hair. Yes, when he, dude. like, looked when good he looked and he handsome. looked like Diana. Yeah. Bummer. bummer and they're all like bummer. raving over how handsome he was mm-hmm. and i was like why wasn't he eligible he was like going he was finishing his like i don't remember what they he was wasn't some... eligible for some reason and then they're like then why is he in here and they're like because i just, just like, like to, to look, look at, at him. him yeah <laughs> honestly valid i do that yeah, although <laughs> like while they were shooting that movie he was like at epstein island so that's a bummer oh for sure okay well no, I don't think it was actually while they were doing it. <laughs> Around the time. Uh, well, Prince William flop on that one. By big the way, one, that's one. that's when the that's when the Lord Mighty snatched your hairline back. Actually, uh huh, and it was well so, deserved. All right. Well, we hope that this made you feel like a princess, or maybe like a diary. Maybe like a diary. Yeah. Either one or a diary. I would love to have a princess sleepover with all of you yes. where we do mattress surfing yes and where we look at a slideshow of prince harry question mark i keep saying harry i mean william william of just like princes maybe not real they could be like no fictional actually princes. Let, yeah let's stick to fictional princes yeah yeah for sure and then maybe. we would judge them yeah based we'll on merit them. and and appearance yeah and if we could kill them in yes. an arena on yes. a one in a 1v1 type it, arena gladiator match precisely <laughs> I think I, I think I would wipe the floor with any. I was gonna like, say I'd have a prince. pretty good chance, especially if it was like just a European dude. <laughs> I'm taking him out. <laughs> he dies of tuberculosis. Yeah, right. <laughs> He'll just waste away before your eyes. Before yeah, you even touch him. One hit, one kill. Plague. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, okay. That is going to do it for us this time, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We love you, and we'll see you next time for more What in the Y2K-ness. Yes. Have a wonderful time. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Don't forget to bring your Aquamarine DVD.